0: Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Trinidad leads Caribbean in COVID-19 deaths. St. Martin's Prime Minister Jacob isolated after testing positive. CARICOM Secretariat accelerate action plans for region's digital transformation. 20 finalists, including four Caribbean nationals, announced for Commonwealth Youth Awards 2022. Jamaica's Disability Act takes effect today, Monday, February 14th. Guyana rolls out new $2,000 banknote. Clemson University opens season in Bahamas and television drama H.I.S. Puerto Rico underway. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, February 14th. We start a report today in Trinidad and Tobago. The VI Free Press reports that Trinidad and Tobago has climbed three spots upward in the COVID-19 world per capita debt ranking. The rankings, according to Wikipedia, show the Caribbean twin island country is now 26th in the world for coronavirus debts. Peru, in South America is the worst country for COVID-19 deaths, followed in the region by Brazil at 15. The United States of America is number 18. According to the report, sometime in the next few weeks, the official debt toll for the two-year COVID-19 pandemic in the United States will reach $1 million, Despite being the wealthiest nation on the planet, the United States has continued to have the most COVID infections and debt per country by far, as it has the highest per capita debt rate of any wealthy nation. St. Martin Island Times reports that St. Martin's Prime Minister and Minister for General Affairs, Silveria E. Jacobs, tested positive for COVID-19 over the weekend and will remain in isolation as prescribed by public health protocols. Prime Minister Jacobs is fully vaccinated, also received the booster shot, and is experiencing mild symptoms. She is expected to resume her duties in person on Wednesday, February 16th. Prime Minister Jacob considered it necessary to share the information with full transparency as a means to remove any stigma associated with the COVID-19 virus. In fact, it does not discriminate, and we are remembering to be very careful, especially in public places. Continue to adhere to wearing masks, hand hygiene, and social distancing protocols as much as possible when you're around people whose condition is unknown and enclosed environment, she said. As the government continues to plan for St. Martin's return to normalcy, people are expected to continue becoming infected. However, the community must always protect the most vulnerable to avoid serious complications and death. I'm very happy that my symptoms have been mild so far, and I'm grateful to have received the full boost. It is always good to know one's status in order to protect others. We all need to keep monitoring ourselves because the mildest of symptoms may mean you've been exposed. Know your status and get vaccinated. The life you save can be that of your own or your loved ones, Prime Minister Jacob said. Caribbean Ministers of Information, Communication, and Technology on Friday unanimously approved the CARICOM Secretariat-led action plan to accelerate the region's digital transformation. The Secretariat presented the plan to the minister at a special meeting of the Council for Trade and Economic Development on Information, Communication, and Technology. The meeting was held virtually. The plans include the draft action plan for fast tracking digital Transformation, Girls in ICT Partnership Action Plan, and the draft action plan for the CARICOM Digital Skills Task Force. The ministers recognized that digitalization has wide-ranging and significant impacts on the economy and society and needed a broader range of new policy issues. They agreed to strengthen policy consolidation and alignment and to deepen the cooperation on digital transformation in CARICOM in 2022. Deputy Premier of Montserrat, Dr. Samuel Joseph, chaired the meeting and encouraged CARICOM members' states to continue the progress they made over the past two years in the area of digital transformation. Dr. Joseph, who is also Montserrat's Minister for Communications, Work, Energy, and Labor, was at the time delivering remarks at the opening of the special meeting. Matters before the ministers of ICT included fast-tracking the digital transformation of the region, the removal of roaming rates, establishing a single regional telecommunications regulator, and determining the 2022 priority initiatives to achieve the CARICOM single ICT space, he told the meeting that governments had to agree to move on areas including digital public service delivery, digital skills for the general workforce, digital infrastructure, cybersecurity, and reliable secure data flow. Acknowledging that significant challenges accompany digital transformation, Minister Joseph said countries must consider their own processes and ability to support the work of other councils and organs of the Caribbean community and make tough decisions to reorganize themselves for speed and agility. Twenty extraordinary young people, including inventors, activists, and entrepreneurs from 17 countries, have been announced as finalists for this year's Commonwealth Youth Awards. Organized by the Commonwealth Youth Program, the awards recognize outstanding Commonwealth young people, aged 15 to 29, whose projects are transforming lives in their communities, providing practical solutions to complex problems, and helping to achieve the U.N. Sustainable Development Goals and 2030 agenda more than 1,000 entries were received this year the highest ever recorded the finalists were selected across each of the awards regional categories africa asia the caribbean europe and canada and the pacific following a rigorous judging process The top finalists from each region will be announced as the regional winner at the official awards ceremony on March 16th. The ceremony will be held virtually for the second time due to the COVID-19 pandemic and will be live streamed on the Commonwealth social platforms. Of the five regional winners, one outstanding young person will become the Commonwealth Young Person of the Year 2022. All finalists will receive a trophy, certificates and 1,000 pounds to expand the impact of their projects. Each regional winner will also receive 3,000 pounds and the overall pan-commonwealth winner will take home a total of 5,000 pounds to mark the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, the Commonwealth Secretariat has partnered with the Queen's Commonwealth Trust to offer an additional prize of 40,000 pounds in funding to one project delivered over the course of two years. The finalists from the Caribbean are Mikkel Alexander of Trinidad and Tobago. Mikkel is the founder of Two Cents Movement one of the largest youth led nonprofits in Trinidad and Tobago, which works to meet the educational and supportive needs of young people through art-based tours, campaigns, poetry, and spoken word. The nonprofit reaches 20 to 30,000 young people annually across the Caribbean, earning mass appeal, and has gone on to advocate against the radicalization of young Caribbeans at risk of joining overseas conflicts. Sasha Middleton, of Antigua and Barbuda. Sasha is CEO of Antigua and Barbuda's Marine Ecosystems Protected Area Trust, one of 10 national conservation trust funds in the Caribbean. The project's mission is to actively fundraise and work with multi-sectoral partners to support the protection, recovery, and effective management of Antigua and Barbuda's protected areas. Sasha has helped the trust to fundraise and distribute over. $600,000 in recovery efforts in Barbuda, employ over 100 people in various trust projects, and support over 40 children in after-school programs. Rihanna Patterson of Dominica. Rihanna is the founder of Dominica's Dementia Foundation, a youth-led dementia charity that aims to raise awareness of dementia, provide emotional support to families and caretakers, and facilitate research on dementia. The foundation has supported communities and families nationwide, including over 500 older people in care homes, reach 20,000 people through awareness efforts across the region, and worked alongside the government of Dominica to include dementia in the national consensus. And Monique Vernon. Monique is founder of Mr. Gobi and Friends, a woman-led recycling project focused on the proper waste management of plastic pollutants, marine protection, conservation, and restoration. The initiative organizes weekly cleanups, educational videos, and supports other eco-friendly businesses to create a curricula economy from the trash. They have also collected over 10,000 plastic bottles and caps, which have been donated Donated to the Belize Cancer Center in exchange for free chemotherapy treatment for children. Jamaica Information Service reports that Jamaica Disabilities Act comes into effect today, Monday, February 14th. Chief Technical Director in the Ministry, Dion Jennings, said that the groundbreaking legislation will promote and protect as well as enhance the full and equal enjoyment of persons with disabilities in terms of privileges and benefits that they can attain on an equal basis with other persons in the society. The Disabilities Act Highlights that we as Jamaicans should ensure and accept, as well as enforce that persons with disabilities have the same fundamental rights as any other persons in society, she said. It will ensure that their rights are protected, That they are respected for their dignity and prohibits and prevents discrimination against persons with disabilities, she added. She noted that it will give more authority to the Jamaican Council for Persons with Disability, which will no longer be a department of the ministry, but a body corporate functioning under the public Bodies Management Accountability Act. The Disabilities Act aims to ensure the full and effective participation of and inclusion of persons with disabilities in society and in keeping with the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. Antigua Newsroom reports that Guyana's president Irfram Ali said that the new Polymore 2000 banknote that will soon start circulating in Guyana tells a story of Guyana's prosperous, dynamic, and sustainable future. He made the remarks while examining two encased notes that were presented to him at State House by the governor of the Bank of Guyana, Dr. Jobin Ganga. The note commemorates the country's 55th independence anniversary and depicts Guyanese culture art and symbols, natural resources, and flora and fauna. The president emphasized that the note is not only about oil and gas, but represents the country's heritage, including Guyana's first people, the Amerindians, its children, and the one Guyana that all of us must build together. It also incorporates features that we are strong in, that is, our environmental credentials, so that we, even in our notes, are taking the environment into consideration. The front of the note features the map of Guyana, the Bank of Guyana's logo, Guyana's national animal, the jaguar, and the label of Guyana's 55th Independence Anniversary, One Guyana. The reverse of the note depicts the theme of national unity and includes images of Guyana's children showcasing the country's ethnic gender diversity. Dr. Ganga pointed out that the new banknote is the first polymer note to be introduced in Guyana and also the first to depict the country's newfound oil resource, which is represented by a barrel inside the map of Guyana. He added that the banknote has enhanced features that make it cleaner, more durable, more environmentally friendly, friendly and less likely to counterfeit. The banknote will also have a longer life and will be able to be recycled, which leads a lower carbon footprint. President Ali also took the opportunity to loud the Bank of Guyana's performance in maintaining macroeconomic stability. The Bahamas Tribune reports that A downtown Nassau resort that has defaulted on its debt is due to be sold to a major UK-based hotel group in a deal set to close on February 22nd. Ryan Pinder, the Attorney General for the Bahamas, told the Senate that the Courtyard by Marriott Nassau Resort, located opposite Juncano Beach, is set to be acquired by London Regional Hotels once the government completes a land swap with the property's existing owners. Mr. Pinder said the resort's present owners, Sunset Equities, is in arrears in servicing its debt financing facilities. The mortgage holder has agreed to sell the resort to London Regional Hotels, a UK-based hotel group. London Regional Hotels is a resort arm of a privately owned group said to have amassed a 9 billion global property portfolio which includes owning hotels in Barbados, Turks and Caicos, and the Cayman Islands, as well as Florida. It has ties with operating brand partners including Marriott, Nubu Hotels, Club Med, and Millia. The Clemson University of South Carolina's men's golf team will open its spring team season today, Monday, February 14th at the Nexus Collegiate at the Albany Golf Club in New Providence, the Bahamas. It will be the first time Clemson has played an event in the Bahamas. The field will include teams from the Atlantic Coast Conference, Southeastern Conference, and Big Ten, and will run February 14 to the 16th, with 10 teams playing 18 holes each day. Clemson will be one of 10 teams in the field at the 7,414-yard Park 72 course. That has been home to Tiger Woods Hero Challenge December Tournament for several years. Clemson will take seven players to the tournament, five of who will count towards the team's score, and two of who will play as individuals. The Clemson team lineup will feature three seniors, a junior and a freshman. Live scoring will be available on golfstat.com beginning today. B Latina reports that Rosalind Sanchez and Eric Winters Two For The Road Entertainment has signed a deal with Capital Entertainment for a production of HSI Puerto Rico. HSI Puerto Rico, written and executive produced by Lisa Morales, Queen Sugar, tells the story of a high-caliber Homeland Security agent who returns home to Puerto Rico, where she works with her talented but jaded training officer as a part of an elite HSI team that works tirelessly as the first line of defense against all manner of threats to the United States. Sanchez and Winter, both born and raised in Puerto Rico, executive produced through Two for the Road. Kaplan and Brian Mortwitz, executive producer for Capital, which also serves as a studio. Jesse Abbott supervises for Capital. Rose, Eric, and I have been longtime friends, and we often talk about working together, Kaplan told Deadline. They have an impeccable eye for content, incredible relationship, and I'm looking forward to our producing partnership. As Deadline reported, the pack is strictly for production, as the husband and wife duo are a series regular on ongoing shows ABC's The Rookie and Fox's Fantasy Island, respectively. Casino Bet reports that BetMGM has launched its retail sportsbook at Casino Del Mar at La Concha Resort as the company goes live in Puerto Rico. Stated at the island's first regulated sporting betting platform, BetMGM, is accepting wagers at the San Juan Base Beach Resort via 12 kiosks and five bedding windows. This is a monumental day for Bet MGM as it marks the launch of our first operations outside of the mainland U.S., said Bet MGM CEO Adam Greenblatt. The company's Puerto Rico debut follows on from MGM Resort's retail sportsbook debut connected to a Major League Baseball Stadium as a part of its Washington Nationals team-up. And finally, Reuters reports that a 29-year-old Florida native and lifelong rollerblader Erin Jackson became the first black woman to win Team USA a gold medal in Speed Skating Sunday. Erin Jackson earned her first Olympic medal in the women's 500-meter speed skating race at Beijing Games, an event Team USA has not won since 1994. Jackson finished her lap in a mere 37.0 Four seconds. She made her Olympic debut four years ago in Pyeongchang, having switched to ice skating roughly a year earlier. She was the first black woman to make it on to Team USA as a speed skater. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, February 14th. I'm Keisha Wallace, thanking you for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean centered news. Be sure to spread the word to family, friends, and associates. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. Now, Meta.